You know, we need sustenance. And the thing, what you put in is the results of, the, of, of what your body is going to look or be and feel you. But in junk, you're going to look like junk. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm, I, I'm not saying this to boast or anything, but I'm 46 years old. I mean... Look at this. Get on that. Get through that again. Let's go. Boy, hold on. Look at that. Look at I, 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 I was like, what the heck? Boy, got me, make me licking my lips. I was like, mm, do that again, boy. But, look at this little guy. Look at it. Just, hey, you got some arms, man. Look at it. <laughs> Ooh. But I'm 46 years old. I still play basketball with people half my Dude, age. Dude, you ball it up still. I mean, I'm still playing sports. I coach all my girls' sports. I mean, I, I'm not... I might not be the strongest. I might not be the fastest. I might not be this, this, whatever. Mm. But uh, if you put me in a situation that requires some kind of uh, puts a physical demand on my body mm. against people even half my age and like a wide variety, if we had like a decathlon of events that require physical exertion, you I like Molly Wop some food. I like my chances. We got my boy P in the house. Project 5P. What's up, P? It's gonna be hard to call you by just P. You've been doing it for 20 years. I, I tell you, you made it big, and now you wanna, you know, put on a bow tie and call everybody by their full official name. And No, it's not that I made it big. It's just, uh, when, I don't know, because when I'm like, what's up, P? What's up, P? But when I wanna formally introduce you, I'm like, what's up, right. you know? SpongeBob's friend. <laughs> <laughs> right? This guy. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Actually, if you go P, what's his last name? Star, P Star. <laughs> Is that really his last name? Yeah. P Star, you know, then P Star's right. <laughs> So you star in other movies, right? No, <laughs> I wear a star when I'm on yeah. stage. <laughs> that's my, dude, that's my costume. Man, dude, welcome back to the pod. I know, we, again, we've been... Uh, You're not going to put that in, right? We're putting all that in. Oh, <laughs> not looking at you. <laughs> well, welcome to the pod again, man. I know Thanks, we've been man. talking about getting you back on. I know we're just messing around, having fun right now. But, bro, give us an update. What have you been... Uh, doing since the live we got a lot of people loving that again my downloads are big on apple Podcasts and spotify and the emails i got about you were pretty dope i mean we talked about a lot you know project 5p there are five points to the five p's and um you know johnny fisher you know you remember him when he was yeah. here um just that the podcast turned out great you know so give us an update what you've been up to man what you've been doing since the pod what's new and we'll just get into what you have going on Man, a lot of the same, just uh, family life, homesteading, trying to, you know, just uh, uh, establish ourselves more and being uh, independent from the system, mm. everything from uh, schooling the children yeah. to uh, preparedness to uh, gardening to, I mean, everything that you would think as a homestead, you know. Uh, land acquisition aiming for more and more of that anything we can do to separate ourselves uh you know the bible says come out from among her and be separate so that's what we're aiming to do yeah i mean when i hear that 
Cause we, man, there's things that I know we need to start doing and have done. And every time I see a post of yours, every time you go to a farmer's market, which I want to get into, just reminds me where <clears throat> I'm not, I'm where I'm lacking, you know? So, and I think that's the importance of bringing you back on, you know, to get rid of the stigma of why people, you would say left liberal or just culture today would think, oh, that's just extremism. That's just, you know, you being a Karen or a Darren, being this type of, right. you know, mindset, you know, put that, because I've known you my whole life and you're not like that. You're pretty straightforward. You know, a guy that was, like you said, it was just growing up, the lifestyle was, you know, not godly, you know, outside of, you know, your relationship with Christ now and it's just from the streets, but to change it, to be where you're at now, man, is, I mean, it's good to see that. You yeah. know, it's cool to see that, you know, and I know, you know, last time, you know, maybe give everybody an update of like the five P's, what they stand for. Uh, the five P's are <clears throat> provide, protect, promote, prepare, and present. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of just like a mission statement, for lack of a better term, or a, just a way of focusing on goals and objectives for what I want my life to be mm -hmm. what i want to do for my family my friends the people i love what kind of legacy i want to live mm -hmm. um and all those are all those things are biblically based yeah. you know they all come from biblical perspective provide for your family there's verses you know in the bible um i won't get in you know go into a big old long sermon but uh that you know if you don't provide for your family you're worse worse than an infidel mm -hmm. stuff like that promote uh, that comes from, you know, bringing your family up, teaching your children the way they should go. Um, so lifting up and promoting your children through the stages of life and also your wife. Um, mm -hmm. Bible talks about um, loving and nurturing your wife. And that word nurture means to kind of bring her up. Like it's kind of the same as, you know, you nurture a child, you know, nurture a baby. You're bringing her up. You're promoting her, teaching. Mm -hmm. um, protect, obviously, is a easy one and a given uh prepare we're into preparedness in a natural sense you know on this earth preparedness you know emergency preparedness type stuff but also uh just preparing like i said the children for life giving them life skills um teaching them most importantly spiritually preparing them for i mean this world's a nutcase right now you know yeah, for the yeah. things that they're going to encounter mm -hmm. and um present present being just being present physically present mentally present um it's just a reminder because a lot of times especially with us we're so busy i mean we're constantly we, we got so many different things going on with businesses and uh you know different ventures of things that we're trying to accomplish that sometimes you get caught up in the the action and the doing that you yeah. just got to kind of slow down and be present in the moment mm -hmm. right and uh be, like i said be physically present i i my kids have been in sports since, you know, three years old, karate. I'm there for every single, um, you know, karate instruction, uh, all their martial arts stuff. I've coached all their sports since they were three, mm -hmm. soccer, baseball, softball, uh, basketball. Can't even remember them all. But just being present, being there, being involved, hands-on. Yeah, I like that. You know, it's one of these things where, again, I feel like the basic – foundational you know family principles those are just not relevant now man those are looked down on they're considered 
<clears throat> you know, too extreme or, you know, it's like the free spirit. Now we hear it all the time in the news. It's like, they're, you know, they're destroying, you know, that, that foundational family, you know, and that way you mentioned everything. It brings back to what I believe is like you said, you know, what I believe and what I feel like you're saying is, you know, it's a, it's a good Christian foundation home, yeah. you know? And so, and I think where we're at, you know, same way with ours. That's why we've homeschooled. You know, we've done all that. You know, but I think one thing we're lacking, obviously, because we're in the city. You know, it's like we can't. Caleb has his little garden that's pretty beat up, but right. he's we're eating his zucchini. You know, he's got watermelon ground, so he's doing okay. He's very into, you know, homesteading and preparing, man. And you know, let's get into now. And I think we talked on. I think we mainly talked about the five P's. But what kind of got you into? homesteading, breaking away from the system, the normal system that we all are so attached to right now? Honestly, I mean, it really began, I think, um, with my children, um, my oldest daughter specifically. Um, I was always a city boy. I would, I would yeah. look at country life and, it, you know, it was nice to go maybe camping every once in a while for a night, but I was like, there's no way I could live like that. Yeah. Um, and my daughter, as soon as she was two, had a horse infatuation, right? So I would take her to horseback riding lessons. So we spent a lot of time out in the, out in the country around mm -hmm. farms and things like that. Um, I thought it was a phase, so I didn't really get too involved with it. I mean, I would take her, obviously, but I, you know, I didn't think much of it. Um, but as time grew, <laughs> she did not grow out of it and became really? even more infatuated. We started to... <clears throat> Uh, we started leasing a horse eventually, so we were at the farm even more often. And then I'm starting to, okay, now we have a horse. I got a muck stalls. We're feeding the horse. We're a lot more around farm animals, starting to dabble a little more and in, in checking out the garden and like kind of, hey, I, I'm feeling this, you yeah. know, to the point where we bought a horse at one point and then we were there, you know, all the time. And then... Like I said, just society as a whole. I mean, this system, any, anybody with half a brain can look at the system and tell that this is not going to last for yeah. any length of time. I mean, um, if COVID didn't teach us that, you know, mm -hmm. it's, the system is so uh, fragile that, that we depend on and it can be, you know, one, one signature from a, one of our wonderful politicians and you know yeah. everything's shut down you know yeah. um well they and, proved that already right <clears throat> you know so, I heard, no go ahead. You, go ahead i mean we can't depend on it you, mm -hmm. you can't depend on on this system and like i like you were saying with your, your son growing a garden that's i mean i tell people that all the time even if you're living in the city even if you're not there yet to where yeah. you're out living on acreage and you know off grid or whatever grow something start mm -hmm start everybody mm -hmm. can start something you know a lot of people have this mentality that um if something goes wrong then i'm going to bug yeah. out to the mountains and live off the land no you're not you can't yeah. even grow a cucumber right now what makes you think you're gonna be able to live <laughs> yeah. off the land you know what i'm saying that's real so well see, I, think, I think that's the um importance of being aware man because if you're not because you look at it biblically too, man. Was it the five virgins? If you're not ready, man, you're going to get left behind, man. If you're, you're, you're going to be on the late train, yeah. you know. And I think you doing that, I, I don't know. That in my son has really just was born into him. He was born into it. You know, he has always, he's had this spirit of always just 
wanting to fight, wanting to protect, wanting to build. He builds junk out of junk, <laughs> you know, and he shows me everything. Even now, it's like, dude, you're 14. Right. It's just cardboard and tape, you know, <laughs> but it's important to he sees something else. Yeah. So if we're not investing in that, then, you know, we as parents are failing, you know. Sometimes, like you said, it, you thought the horse was a phase. No, right. man, it's something that she, that I believe God put in her and was like, and it put something in you, like an urgency to make, like, what you thought, like, I'm never going to be a country boy, but right. now, dude, you're, you're as white as they get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there. I mean, we're out there all the time now. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's a way of life now. That's um, crazy, man. Yeah, and it wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have been if it, if it wasn't for that. I mean, I've always had some interest in um, preparedness and even yeah. gardening or storing water. I always, I, you know, I came across just a couple weeks ago some pamphlets that I had um, about that kind of stuff, about preparing gardens that I had picked up probably 15 years ago. Wow. So there's always a little bit of interest, but... Um, the seed was... The, yeah, funny. the seed was there. But... Uh, yeah, actually following through with it. I mean, there's so much satisfaction in it too. I mean, you know, it's it's a whole nother when you can eat off a plate, eat dinner off of food that you produced. I mean, it's just there's there's a sense mm -hmm. of gratification there and uh, and accomplishment and you know thanking the father for yeah providing even more so than going and picking it up at the store. You know. Yeah, because even saying that, man, there are things that we see social media. You know, the way they're manufacturing fruit oh. and food you know it's like watermelon that i see they're they grow watermelon but they're not using seed and they say hey seedless you know a long time ago you think oh seedless that's convenient so people are so easily attracted to convenience it's like oh no seeds you know it's like i can't do that i'm good all right so there is what we're eating really real you know so what we've learned to say anything with seeds you know, anything with bone in chicken or any type of steak, you know, we we get it with that, you know, because we know, hey, man, it has bones, you know, it has seeds. It's natural, right. you know. And so what are your thoughts on like then the processing of food and, you know, maybe what you've heard or what you've studied and seen? The, the life is in the seed, first of all. I mean, you, mm. I mean, you can't life is in the seed, right? But that poor. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to do that with fruit they're trying to do it with animals they're trying mm -hmm. to do it with men yeah you got toxic man toxic masculinity right yeah. yeah they want they want to castrate men take away the seed yeah you know? i mean that's just it's just that's the, so, the way dude. society's operating right now um but to answer your question and <coughs> a big part of project 5p and just my lifestyle as a whole is just very health oriented um like our youtube channel the subtitle is preserving a healthy home so everything I do is health related. I mean, I'm a licensed nutritionist, strength and conditioning yeah. coach. I mean, so everything's kind of geared with that foundation that I already have. So all this, this stuff's what they call food these days is an abomination. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disgusting. What I mean, it's. Well, give some examples. I can see yeah, you. I'm, your, your I'm trying to be careful how I tiptoe through it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, the, the seedless, seed, they want everything to grow in a lab, you know, mm -hmm. um, fruit, even animals now. We got mm -hmm. lab-grown meat that just last week got approved by the FDA to be served in restaurants wow. um, and will soon be available for consumers. I mean, it's, there's a reason why there's 
rich individuals, very, very wealthy individuals that are <clears throat> buying up all the farmland, you would think, oh, wow, they're getting into farming. But wait, they're also against farming and against meat consumption. So, hmm, what are their intentions yeah. with all that farmland? It's definitely not the farm. It's definitely yeah. not to feed people. Obviously, to take away that opportunity from farmers yeah. or from people that would use it for farming. Yeah, right? again, it's a, it's a level. Of, it's a it's a it's really not a level, but it's just it's just a world of control, man. And we, the little guys, you know, we can't attain that. You know, right. there's no way we were born into Bill Gates money, you know, Bezos money, you know, Musk money. But you know, and I again, that always puts a a urgency in me. It's not so much just a fear, but a, a reality, man. A lot of people are just, they're so hooked on convenience. How fast can I get it? How fast can I, that video make entertain me? You know, just temporary, you know, euphoria of, you know, entertain me, you know, give me my food fat off. Oh, you know, it all started with the microwave back then, right. you know, and it's like, I grew up into where we had a microwave, but imagine those people when the microwave first came out. And they're like, really? Man, what? Yeah. Look, babe, it's done. Yeah. You, you know, people, excuse me, you know, people get into that world of like what's convenient, you know, and to work hard for it. We don't have that generation. Your kids, my kids, and a few other kids are going to appreciate the hard work and not just, hey, just show up here. Right. You know, and I think obviously that's what you're promoting, man. And that's what we're, that's what we're losing big time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you, you, uh, whenever you put somebody in a position, some, whether it's somebody, a person, an organization, a, uh, you know, just a system in general, in a position to provide everything you need, you also put them in the position and power to take it all away. Mm -hmm. So personally, I don't want to be dependent on that because I've seen it taken away. Yeah. Maybe um, give an example. Um, <clears throat> I mean, COVID was a perfect example. Yeah. You know, one swipe of the pen and, um, you know, you can't go to the store anymore mm -hmm. or, you know, <laughs> simple as that, or you can't go to work anymore. Yeah. Or if you want to go to work, you have to do what we're telling you to do and you have to do certain things and obey us. And yeah, what if I don't agree? Well, too bad. You got to, because yeah. they're the source. Mm -hmm. We control the source. So that's why um, I encourage people be separate as much as possible be um independent from this system mm -hmm. in as many ways as possible uh we stress entrepreneurship as, as much as possible in our own family and with the children um just not being dependent on that system because yeah. we've seen it fail we've seen it crumble uh when you're 32 trillion dollars in debt it's just a matter of time it's not like yeah. I mean, you can see the writing on the wall it's 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 unsustainable. Mm -hmm. Our system, the way it's built and the way it's been corrupted, it's not sustainable. It's mm -hmm. not a question of if, it's just a question of when. Yeah. And how come a lot of people aren't really seeing that? I know we, and I mentioned phones, I mentioned the convenience, the, the distraction. <clears throat> you know, it's like I heard a podcast, I actually did it last episode. Um, I did a lab I don't know if you're, you've heard of Andrew Tate. Mm. You know, I like that guy a lot. Pre- I would say 10 years ago, dirtbag, you know, money guy, woman, womanizer, all that. But now that he's, you know, in this world where he's, he's, he's on house arrest, you know, false accusations, all this stuff. But 
he talks about the control he used. Was it the five monkeys um, experiment? Oh yeah, I heard that one. You yep, know, yep. it's like put a banana on top. Right. They go get it. They'll hose them down, and they keep doing hose them down. After some time, they're trained to not go that get that because they know what's going to happen. Not only do the monkeys not no longer climb up, but they would introduce a new monkey. Yeah. That didn't know <laughs> yet. Mm -hmm. So when that new monkey had never experienced being hosed down, when he tries to get the banana, when he would try to climb that rope, the other monkeys would attack. Yeah, they'd and not him let up. him. Yeah, right. And so they switch them out every week right. until five new monkeys come in, and then or whatever. They don't know before. They just know not to touch that I'm going to get beat up. Whereas mm -hmm. before, they never experienced getting hosed. And know? this happened during COVID. I yeah, mean, they, that's the, what... they successfully turned neighbor against neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you had literally people calling the police saying, I see a child outside <clears throat> playing at the playground. God forbid. Yeah. You know, you need to send the police over here. It's like, I mean... It's it's been done right before our eyes, and w without getting too deep into the weeds on everything that's been exposed and revealed, and is now mainstream knowledge since then, is that everything, or a large majority of the things that were being said by certain voices mm -hmm. while it was happening, and were being called conspiracy theorists or whatever, is now like, oh, they were right. Yeah. <laughs> But to answer your question, you say, why don't people think that? I think it's fear, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, I used to be that way. I used to be that way. I was thinking of this recently that I would think of, you know, people would tell me stories of, you know, corruption in the government or in, in different institutions. And I would think to myself, I'd be like, that. I don't want to think about that. Like, because once you think about something and acknowledge it, you have some form of responsibility mm. and accountability to yourself, to the people yeah. around you. So it's easier to ignore it. Like, I don't, I don't want to believe that. Yeah. You know, so so it's you a sense of denial. You know, it's like you put yourself in a, a like out of sight, out of mind. You right. know, the less you know, the more, the, the less is like, I got to worry about. And I think that's where a lot of people are. I got some friends that are, were so into the lockdowns, into vaxes, into all that, man. I, I don't know if this thing's, this, this will probably get pulled down after some time, <laughs> but it'll be on Rumble, of course. Shout out Rumble. Right. You know, but it's so much now that they, these guys are starting to feel like, man, we were wrong. So what they do is they double down, right. you know, and, and I think that's, and they, and they put it to the people because it's hard to really accept that, dude, you're wrong. We live in a world where it's like you cannot just humble yourself. It's like, man, guys, I was wrong. I'm sorry. You know, because what it, you look back at all these individuals, these people, this, this culture that has done nothing but you bigot, you this, you that, you're, you're a conspiracy. You know, you look like a fool. You know, you think, yeah. man, I treated people like that. You know, then you get those ones that are like, man, I'm truly sorry. I'm changing. And I got friends now, especially you know, that work in media, that work in all this, and they they, they just double down, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like they don't want to admit they're wrong when they know, you know, and I think that's, you know, people like us get called the extremists, the conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, and now you see it all over Twitter. It's like, oh, we were right. Those conspiracy guys were right. Right. You know, why are you surprised, you know? And so, you know, I like how you're getting into that because really that's kind of what the, I want to get into this flow of, the importance of homesteading and preparing, you know, and obviously get into what you do now.
you yeah. know, but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but I just I just <clears throat> think that's where I'm gonna keep pushing this type of real content. You know, mm -hmm. I've told numerous people that are on the podcast, man, you know, you can't you have to pick a flavor in life. You know, everyone likes vanilla because everything goes with vanilla. I've said this a million times, you know, but sometimes people don't like Rocky Road. They don't like it. So you just got to pick a flavor someone's going to like or not. Mm -hmm. You can't play. You can't just be vanilla your whole life. Right. You know, so and I think talking about stuff like this, man, it's. Jesus said the same thing, right? You're either hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, if you're mm. in the middle, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Mm. Pick a side, yo. Pick a side. Yeah. And that's what's. Man. But the problem is, like you were just saying, people don't want to admit they're wrong. The, the problem with that is that once you pick a side, if you realize you're on the wrong side, be man, woman enough to, you know, fess mm -hmm. up. You know, the society, media, government, whoever you want to say is so good at dividing mm -hmm. that you're either on this side or you're on this side. Is that sometimes we forget, you know, that maybe I was wrong about that. Yeah. I tend to be more conservative mm -hmm. but i agree with you on that i can tell somebody i agree with you on that yeah. or, I, or i can tell a conservative you know i i tend to be this but the, on that i don't it's you don't have to be so extreme we that you know the media like i said and and government everybody has made these two that like you're either here or you're here yeah. um in belief systems and mm -hmm. Whereas, like I said, in the Bible, it is you're either hot or cold. You're on one side or the other when it comes to, you know, serving and obeying the Bible and obeying God. It's not. Don't let somebody else define. I'm typically this. So that means every thought that everybody else has in that group, I have to share every single one of those thoughts. Yeah. You know, yeah. or if I'm on this side, I'm conservative. So that means I have to believe this and yeah. i have to believe that and i have to follow this and i mm -hmm. otherwise they won't accept me in their group mm -hmm. they'll call me that <clears throat> i mean I, I guess there's a double standard in life man and i think what what i think i've learned to separate myself from is the cult mentality of it right. and just i like to stick to i want to err on the side of what of what god's word called us to be man is to be a witness you know mm -hmm. love god love people that's it, man. And if that puts me on the side, you know, by um, default, then I accept that, you know. But, you know, I think one thing, there's a problem now, man, because when you think about the homesteading life, the preparedness, everything you, that you, you like you represent and what your beliefs are, really just in, it, it encompasses this whole topic, you know, especially what you're doing, because I feel like that's what this culture is trying to just erase away mm -hmm. you know and to get you and there and people think there aren't many people like you there are they're yeah. the silent majority man they're right. they're old school they're not on social media promoting it they're one thing we live a fake world man social media is not real they want to act like they you know balling it up but they're not right. they're at home struggling you know so they're or their mental state because you said you know being prepared mentally physically mm -hmm emotionally being present and these guys aren't they want to get away to a false reality here you right. know and i think what you're promoting is it's, it's, it's just it's a reminder man of where again i personally am lacking where i need to focus on and get um more in tune to that man because like you said it's not a matter of time it's just when now that's going to happen 
Yeah. You know, so now let's get into what you've been up to, man, because you've been doing, I visited, you put it on a post and you tagged me. I was like, man, I'm going out there. You want, you're going, you're at farmer's markets now yeah. and you're making your, your, what are you doing? You're making food. What are you doing? Well, one of our businesses is the freeze dried foods. So, mm -hmm. um, it kind of turned into a business on accident. We started, you know, just for our own preparedness, mm -hmm. uh, journey, freeze drying foods because we store we can get into that if you want, but we, you know, store food for mm -hmm. hard times. But wheat, rice, beans, corn, oats, you know, those things. As a nutritionist, I'm like, I need fruits and vegetables. I need protein. I need, you know, there's other foods that don't really store well long term. Yeah. The only way to do that is for, for long term is freeze drying. So bought a freeze drying machine and started doing it for ourselves and it kind of morphed into a business over time yeah so yeah we're doing that now we uh name that business real quick because i put it up on storehouse our... freeze dried foods yeah you want to try some i Heck brought you yeah. some what kind of fruit you like oh uh, man you like strawberries i love them yeah yeah the strawberries are bomb all right yeah try so you got your own packaging go to here go to seven. yeah bam look at that storehousefdfoods.com and you have your website, everything, huh? Yeah. Look at that. And, and go ahead. I mean, I'll let you speak for it, but I, I can say, if you've ever had freeze-dried food, ever go to the store and oh. buy freeze-dried strawberries, I should have brought, that's what I should have done, I should have brought some store-bought freeze-dried strawberries. They come in little wrinkled slivers. Show them a strawberry. I mean, this is a strawberry. I mean, it's not only that, the packaging's awesome, but it's full. Right. Yeah. Like you get these chips that are like right. a quart. Look at that. I mean, it's a strawberry, boy. Yeah. We do real strawberry, like chunks of strawberry. It's not no little oh sliver. My God. I, I like the peaches too. Oh, the I got you covered. They taste just like a peach. Yo. You can tell there's Because I know we, we bought some. We get that a lot, and that comes back to what you were talking about with... Um, the way food has changed lately mm -hmm. is what she said is i like this peaches because they actually take like taste like peaches we've yeah. come we've gotten so far away from real natural food that everything is so chemically laced that yeah. we don't we don't taste food anymore yeah uh, people have done the same with this with my strawberries that when they when we have uh samples at the farmers markets or different places they eat and they're like Wow, that tastes like a strawberry. And they're like, they're not used to freeze dried or any foods for that matter, actually tasting. People yeah. forgot what actual fruit tastes like. And we have very high standards on the fruits uh, <laughs> that we pick, the farmers that we work with. Um, Man. Bam, where's the, which camera? Which camera? Here, Shevin, Lily's camera. Man. Which one's that? She likes, she said she likes peaches, so I'm gonna give her some of these. All right, I'm gonna eat them first. It? No, here, I'm gonna eat it first. Oh. <laughs> Girl, you didn't want to put your mic on, so. No, I'm kidding. We do. Uh, yeah, keep talking. We do. I'll get up and give you this one. We do uh, candies also, um, mostly cool. just because people ask for it. It was never our intention to do candies, but. Look, I mean, this bag's it's full. full. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're getting money's worth. Go to seven, Laura. Yeah. Look at that. It's full. We, in fact, it's two different. I ordered these bags. Um. Oh. They're printed with the, the, the ounces on there, right? And <laughs> I almost regretted putting those numbers on there because, Gently. for instance, that's 
two ounces of net weight once it's freeze dried, mm -hmm. it's hard to fit two ounces in there. I got to stuff that bag, but I have to because it's already printed. So it, yeah. these bags are, they're stuffed. They're, oh my gosh, It's not dude. air. I mean, you guys are getting a legit, because we bought some from you. I didn't eat none because these little monsters. They ate it all? They ate it all. Well, my son. Kaylani did. Kaylani. She could not stop. Right. She's a crackhead with this. We're supposed to save these. Especially the candies. Yeah. Oh, going back to the candy. We do candies because it's a, it, you know, it's kind of a fad right now. So we do yeah. that as well. Um, Man, dude. But uh, I know the Skittles. You did Skittles. Yeah. We do several different candies now. Not only, I mean, it's. That was never our intention, um, but you know we please the customers, and also it's good. We we keep some for ourselves. Um, we also do ice cream. Pull them out pull uh, them because out. when the S hits the F, <laughs> and you don't want to be living off of beans and rice all the time. Yeah. Right. Man. I mean, you could, but who wants to? So we do all kinds of stuff. Check this out. Oh, this is Oreos. No, it's an Oreo ice cream sandwich, son. What? Hold on, I didn't try this over there. Nope. <laughs> Pat. Oh, dang. It won't oh, melt. Man. You can store it in that bag for 25 what years. What the? <laughs> <laughs> man, Taste bro. Taste that. It's going to be crunchy. It's good. Man. Oh. <laughs> I'm being messy, boy. Dang, bro. How'd you do that? Well, I don't want to give you away your secrets, but... Well, I mean, it's just a freeze drying process. There's not really um, so anybody too much can do secrets this. behind it with the proper machinery. Yeah. Um, we do have some <laughs> techniques that we use to uh, make things last even longer. Our packaging, we have a unique oh, yeah. packaging process, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. But the actual freeze drying process is a pretty standard process. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it everywhere. <laughs> this guy. Bro. That's good, right? It's amazing. I mean, because again, people, a lot of people think homestead is just boring, all beans, rice, and if you're creative, like you, if you elevate it, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is good. Are you going to share or what? I know. Well, I gave her the peaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, this is good. Man. And that, that ice go. cream sandwich, if you would have left it in that bag, it'd be... Just as good 25 years from now as it really? was the day you opened it. Yeah. Um, Won't melt. What has been the overall, because we went out there to the farmer's market in Clovis. First, how many farmer's markets are you hitting up now? Where are you at? How, how often do you go? Right now. Maybe just, give a schedule. Right now, just the, the one uh, on <clears throat> Friday nights here at local and you're right down the street from you actually in Clovis. Uh, but as the, the year... It just depends on the time of year and stuff like that. We just got licensed and approved now. Part the the new packaging was part of that where we can actually uh, sell in retail. So we're going to be pursuing that. Really? Yeah. Can you keep up with the demand? That's the problem. That's the problem. We're going to have. We're expanding. We're working on that, laying the groundwork, um, and expanding to where we can be able to handle that demand. Because right now we can barely keep up with the demand as it is. Um. Yeah. I can, dude. You gonna sponsor my podcast? I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish I would have brought some store bought freeze dried stuff to compare it to. Yep. But if anybody that's watching, if they've ever had store bought freeze dried food, it doesn't look like that or taste like that. I mean, you're getting little 
There's a thin little sprinkled mm -hmm. slivers of stuff that looks dehydrated and dehydration um, is another method of preserving food, but it's completely different than freeze drying. Uh, it does what it actually does. It dehydrates. It takes away. Yeah. Well, it uses heat, number one, which degrades the nutritional content right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So um, that but that's how it takes the moisture out uh, by heat. Freeze drying is a totally different process. Um, that freezes it at sub-zero temperatures first, and then it draws out the moisture via vacuum. It's in a big, huge vacuum chamber. Uh, but what I was gonna say is the store-bought stuff, you buy that, it looks dehydrated because it's all yeah. wrinkled and shriveled and little tiny slivers. It looks like it's been all dried out, but. Maybe we'll do like a, leading up to the release this week, um, we'll do a comparison post. Yeah, yeah. Where do you, where do normally people buy those free drive? Maybe I'll just go do a. They have them everywhere. Grocery stores, local. They'll have them at probably like Save Mart, Vons. They have them at Walmart. They have them at uh, Target. Okay. Pretty much. We'll go buy some. Yeah. Man, dude, what else do you have? What else do you specialize in? On. Um... I got pineapple. You like pineapple? What? Yeah. Bro, My I wife love... don't will not eat. Pine, real pineapple, or real. <laughs> well, I'll not eat fresh pineapple, but this stuff she loves. My kids don't like peaches, but they love the freeze-dried peaches. So, I mean, it's just... Can I crack this open? Sure. Patrick's going to send me a bill. What about, <laughs> all this? What about nectarines? Man, dude, we love all types of fruit. Bananas. Yeah. Oh, I want to try a banana. You want to try a banana? I don't like bananas. Oh, here, Lord. Like, oh. Like Go to your camera. I know we don't have a mic on you, but maybe you do a reaction. You don't have a mic on me? You have a mic right there in front of her face. No? I wasn't working, I told you. Oh. Oh, the pine. That smells good. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> you reminds me of baby food. <laughs> Man, this is good. Yeah. We're very, very, very picky with I'm gonna eat that. the fruit that we choose in the in the picking process. Like we, how what's we pick your process? Our own, huh? Like what's your process in that? Well we as much as possible we pick our own fruit. We have uh farming partners, local farming partners, where we'll go out and actually pick the fruit ourselves, like literally pick it off the um off the plant. We grow some uh ourselves as well. But even when we uh, don't physically pick it ourselves and we, we get it from these, uh, these farmers and such, we're very picky with which ones we use. <laughs> I mean, it, it pretty much has to be perfect. I mean, you would look at some of the strawberries that we reject and you'd be like, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But to us, there is. We're very, mm -hmm. very strict on uh, Boy, quality, isn't that like on Jesus? freshness, on... <laughs> what's that? Isn't that like Jesus? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> On, Pick uh, the fullest things of this world. On ripeness. Yeah, mm. all that. We're very picky. This is good, man. I mean, again, I couldn't really eat it because my daughter just destroyed them. Right. You know, and we bought a lot from you, you know? It's yeah. like, again, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on. One, to eat this. And <laughs> two, to really promote this. Hey, Laura, I thought you didn't like bananas. You still lunching bananas? Yeah. yeah. They're really good. <laughs> I mean, I wish I can have my mic on you, but what other things are you I doing? don't want to leave your daughter out. No, nah, she's working. No. <laughs> you want oh, what is that? Skittles. Oh, don't let Kelly see this. <laughs> Got some Skittles, too. You can give it to the kids later. Yeah. Or, you can, or you didn't get any. You'll probably eat those, mm -hmm. too. 
So what has been the reaction now doing these, uh, again, farmers markets in Clovis every Friday? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, during from May to October-ish, mm -hmm. somewhere in there, yeah. So what has been the reaction through your customers and people coming by? It's funny you mention that because I need to, I've been filming on a lot of nights to, to get the taste test reactions, to get candid reaction, yeah. like real reaction that's not, you know, staged or anything like that. Just get people just walking up, trying the stuff. And I need to make a video. If you happen to know any uh, video editors, hint, hint. I got you. Um, but I need to compile all those because the testimonies are just, just like, like she was saying, like they'll taste and be like, wow, that tastes like a real strawberry. Well, no kidding. It is a real strawberry, but people are just blown away. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I'm with you on this. I'm blown away on this. Pine the pineapple, I feel like right now is my favorite. Just and, I've only had the strawberry and the peach, but. And the, uh, again, you keep it in that, if you were to keep it in that bag, that fruit would stay good for 25 years. 25 years from now, you open that up, tastes the same way. Reseal. Everything. Well, you can reseal. I mean, it won't be 25 years now that you've opened it, but well, if you reseal it and get squeeze the air out of it, depending on how long you had it open, it'll still be good for yeah. 10, probably easy. Really? Yeah. You know, what got you into, like you said, you're doing this on your own, on your own, just, you know, what kind of started this process? Because like you said, as a, you're just, not only you're just a preparer, like you said, you're a licensed nutritionist, so you know right. what the body needs, whether male, female, what to look for, what you're lacking, you know, what to put in. You know, how did you want to get into this, I guess you would say, this aspect of making your own? Well, like I said, we, we one of the aspects of preparedness that we're into, in fact, probably the, the top one is food, food mm -hmm. storage, long-term food storage uh, for emergencies. But most of the stuff that you store people store for long term or the dry goods that are will stay good if you package it right will stay good for 10 15 20 years but that's corn rice wheat beans stuff like that which is you know okay. fine and dandy but from a nutritionist perspective i look at that and i say it's lacking in a lot of nutrients can you live off it yes you'll be alive but i don't want to you know in a case of an emergency I don't want to be just alive, hanging on to life. I don't yeah. want to just have a heartbeat. I want to thrive. I yeah. want to be able mm. to still physically exert, exert myself. I want to still be able to enjoy life. I want to be, you know, preparedness is all about um, trying to maintain some bit of normalcy when society is abnormal, mm -hmm. right? So I don't want to hit that, hit that point of some type of emergency and be, um, well, I'm hanging on to life when I'm so used to being vibrant and athletic yeah. and active now, I want to try to maintain that. So mm -hmm. seeing those nutritional deficiencies in a lot of the typical long-term food storage type stuff is what prompted me, okay, I need to store more fruits and vegetables, more meats, um, more protein sources, stuff like that. So how do you, that's uh, what got us into freeze drying initially. Okay. Then you said meats too but how do you prepare like how do you store meats now is it just freezer let it get freezer burn forever or how do you No, we can freeze dry meats too yeah, yeah. and it has i mean we have meat in a freezer also mm -hmm. i i you know prescribe to the, the the old saying two is one and one is none so um i don't put all my eggs in one basket so we, we freeze meat too we have freezers full of meat but freeze drying is just one more we have canned meats we have but freeze drying is probably the most reliable it's less susceptible you know you don't need electricity to keep it cold um, it doesn't matter the heat 
the the lifespan, the overall shelf life, everything's going to be better, uh, even better than canned. That's true. I mean, have you done any vegetables? Like oh yeah. Yep. I have carrots right now in stock. Actually, I just had a person order um, like ten pounds really? of carrots. I mean, ten pounds of original weight, which comes down to that's the other great thing about uh, freeze drying is that the weight. I mean, you can feel that. Mm -hmm. That's that's probably nearly one whole pineapple yeah. in there, and you're down to like two ounces. I mean, it's so it's easy to transport. It's easy to move. Um, which is great for people with preparedness mindset. Uh, it's just easier to store, takes up less space, uh, easy to move around when you need to. But yes, to answer your question, we have done uh, carrots, all kinds of different vegetables. We stock up a lot for ourselves and we get a lot of orders for that as well. Man, I mean, because I've seen your post too. You you have, I mean, you're, you're very prepared. Uh, more than a lot more than most yeah. not as not as so, much as some yeah <laughs> so what's your address so people can <laughs> right don't come to my house because i'm prepared for that too <laughs> let's go so uh you've done potatoes before so they taste like a potato chip uh it depends on how we how you prepare them but we've done uh mashed potatoes to where all you can all you have to do is rehydrate them if you were to eat if you were to use them we've done potato slices you know thin slices yeah. that are kind of like potato chips once they're uh so it just you, depends on how you want to cook them or how you want to eat them but so you that. add a seasoning too before you freeze dry have you done that i have done that for us i mm -hmm. haven't done it for a customer yet usually because i don't know unless we do are. a custom order which we do those as well but uh when it's just mass product produced for customers we don't season it because i don't know necessarily what people would want mm -hmm. you know people like People like different levels of salt or this or that. People are picky, huh? So that you can season it, you know, once you rehydrate or when you're getting ready to eat it, whatever, however, to your taste buds. But yeah, we don't put in any of our freeze-dried stuff, except for unless it's specifically ordered and custom ordered from us, we don't add anything. That bag is pineapple and nothing else. There's no yep. preservatives. There's no salt. There's no nothing. Those strawberries are cut strawberries, zero, nothing else. So you don't put estrogen in there for men to bring down their testosterone? Definitely not. Especially like, what about water? How are you, because waters, man, in our tap water, there's chlorine. I've heard, you know, conspiracies. You know, women that, because right now birth control is so, mm. every, every, I would say 90% of women today are taking birth control. So when they, when they pee, they're peeing it out and it's going in our system, you know, water filtration. And it's going back into our tap waters and what are men drinking? Mm -hmm. You know, they're drinking that, you know, estrogen, you know, testosterone blockers and stuff like that, man. What about water? How do you prepare for water? Where do you get water? You know, do you freeze dry water? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, it seems like you can do a lot with that, man. But what about water for you guys? Yeah, we do. Like I said, two is one, one is none. We have lots of different uh, methods of water storage uh, everywhere from 2,500 gallon tanks to oh, 50 gallon drums to you know the bottled cases of bottled water that you find at the store you know um in addition to um uh water filtration mm -hmm. we have lots of different filtration methods uh that we have like in our go bags things like that but also at home we have a berkey um one thing we don't quite have in place yet that i want to have in place um is water catchment okay water catchment systems that we're working on to uh you know 
catch and filter rainwater. Oops, did I just say that in California? Uh oh. Do we even have rain? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, we, this last yeah. winter we just got drenched. But, yeah. I mean, I think we're or still spring, full. Actually, we're still full. Yeah. yeah. All of our, all our, was that canals, the river? I know the river's low, but man, I think this was the first time California this year has had that much rain. Yeah, this year you was know? nice. We got did tons. It, went straight to the ocean. You know. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You know, so again, <clears throat> man, this is good. I mean, where's your, what's your website again? How how does the ordering process? How can anybody listen and watch and just really take advantage of this? You know, what's your website? How do what's the process of putting orders, custom orders? Yes, yeah, store, well, storehousefdfoods.com. Uh, I believe storehousefreezedriedfoods.com will redirect to that also. But um, you can order straight from the website. Uh, there's a contact form on there if you want some kind of, um, you know, custom order or specialty uh, specialty order. But our, all of our uh, typical standard products are on there. Now, who are your normal customers right now? Have you been seeing? Uh, the big customers that make big orders are the people in the preparedness space mm. people that um see the writing on the wall um not only for the fragility of the system of i mean we hear about it all the time supply chain issues mm -hmm. um food look what happened during COVID. you go in and try to buy something from the store the shelves are darn near yeah. empty look at what happens anytime there's an earthquake or a flood or a tornado or what what, what do you go to the store and it's empty mm -hmm. you know um so people that are want to be prepared for instances like that are the big orders um but as far as the ones and twos and the individual it's just your everyday people that yeah. that are eating it right right i want to eat it right now because it tastes so good they buy it to as a snack they yeah, buy it to a eat little it weekend right now. trip or a, a park trip yeah this is good dude i mean i never thought you would again you, you said you never thought it'd blow up like this right or just yeah i mean i didn't even when we first started freeze drying, I wasn't planning on doing it as a business at all. Well, I remember you text me and I apologize. You're like, hey, what do you think about the packaging? I didn't get back to you for like a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of dirt bag. I had already gotten, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I looked at it, I was like. Yeah, I designed that packaging and got some votes from mm -hmm. some of our uh, friends and family and then ended up with that design. Yo, I mean, this is legit. I'm happy for you because I did go out. Man, I remember that one lady just walked up and took that skill. <laughs> We're like, all of us are like, some people can't read, but it's all right. It was like, it was this big bag. It was like, okay. We're like, girl, you the, just going, you going to just The take sign it? specifically says if you tag us on Facebook or yeah. if they tag us on social media, you get a free sample bag. But she's like, <laughs> just saw the free sample bag part and was like, oh, thanks. She just grabs like, oh, Stop. it's free. Just started grab. walking off and we like. We're, we're like looking at she, each other like, did she just take it? <laughs> like, she like, opening it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, are you for real taking that right now? <laughs> He's like, you didn't get the money, Jose. Laura, did you, Caleb? Did yeah, I was looking at you guys like, did, did she, did anybody, you did she give you guys money or something? Because you <laughs> guys were stabbed. She didn't give me money. Maybe she gave it to somebody. That thinking was funny, that, man. Yeah. So where do you think this is going to go now? Where do you think, like, what's now that you're starting to see, like, man, it's catching some... Well, the next step, well, yeah, we need to, we're, like I said, we're laying the foundation to, um, like the Bible says, count the cost before you start building. You know, so we're gonna we're laying the foundation to be able to expand and be able to 
handle the increase in demand because once we go into stores, we know we're going to have to be producing quite a bit more. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like I said, it's hard to keep up with the, the demand as it is now. Um, so yeah, that's what we're working on behind the scenes, working with more uh, farmers, trying to establish those relationships because we want as much as possible to come from local farms, people that we can go and talk to face to face, not something that's been sitting on a truck that got shipped from halfway across the country. It's been on a truck for three days and then yep. comes into a store and sits for another four days. And we want fresh right off the bush, right off the tree, right off the vine, whatever it is. <laughs> we, Sorry, go ahead. I thought we I'm want the, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, our mission. So um, see, that reminds me of, um, like you said, water. Mm -hmm. Like I don't drink out. Of, you don't drink out of plastic water bottles anymore, huh? You do. Uh, I mean, I have this. We some of the our water storage is uh, the stuff we have stored away but is not like in the, plastic. But generally speaking, no. Yeah, because I've heard too that there are chemicals. We had a friend of ours a while back, huh, Laura? Got cancer from the water bottles. Remember? Um, yeah, she was keeping them in her car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you think about even, yeah, keeping your car is not good just because you have a bunch of water. I have water just because I want it. Right. But you got to think about when they make it, they transport it, they get it to the stores where you go buy, how long it's sitting in a warehouse, in the truck, hot, cold, mm -hmm. and just what's it, you know, secreting from the plastic. You know, we don't drink out of plastic no more. You know, so those are the things we're learning, you know. So again, what you get do people hit you up for advice nutrition how to do you show people how to do this or you talk to people like the proper steps as far as what homesteading preparing oh yeah you know, everything we talked about you know or what we're talking about do people hit you up for advice too yeah they do they do quite a bit when they see what we're doing you know how do you x you know how did you get started with your garden you know i think at least what we've shown on on video and stuff that we our garden is still, I consider it small still, but to a lot of people, it's like, whoa, how are you doing all mm -hmm. that? Like, how do you get started? So it's, it's a humbling uh, experience to have that asked because I remember when I was asking those same questions and mm -hmm. I still do ask those questions to people that are doing more than us. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a constant progression of, of just trying to be better. But yeah, they, we get those questions a lot. I get a lot of questions about um, nutrition and fitness because most people know my background in that and they... You know, they see me and see how active I am and see I'm doing a, a series right now, actually, that's going to be a 69 day, 69 different videos of my personal workouts, just logging it, not so yeah. much coaching. It, things. I have coaching programs that will be separate, but because people, I get the question all the time, what do you do? What are your workouts? Do you lift heavy or do you do like CrossFit type stuff or do you lift light with a lot of reps? And I tell them, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on where I'm at and what mm -hmm. I'm doing, but I cycle through a lot of different variations. So um, I'm doing videos on that right now. Okay. One thing, you know, I mean, it's a good segue too, man. Um, Cause one thing I know we tried doing after I got sick, you know, we were, I was trying to get in shape, man. Oh, I was yeah. trying to just couldn't just last November, I started working out and I was doing okay. You know, actually from November till now I've been working out, we haven't been doing the past few weeks because, dude, I really do still feel my lungs are shot. Like, I'll, I'll go through a week or two where I can't. I just can't, you know. And so, you know, but what's, like, your routine in staying healthy now? Like, you know, I know you said you're doing videos, but, like, 
if an average overweight person wants to start somewhere and start preparing to live that healthy lifestyle, man, where do where does one start? You know, maybe give a simple word to where you're not going to lose business. You know, because yeah. I know you still teach this stuff, man, and people right. hire you for this. It's important. But baseline, what? How does one start when they're afraid to and don't know where? It's really hard to make those generalizations, and this is one of the things I speak out about, and one of the things I hate and about the diet and fitness industry, and why I got out of it yeah. to a large extent, as far as the <clears throat> online version of it, is because there's so many people that will get in front of a camera and say, "This is what you need to do to lose weight." And they're talking to, you know, the power of the internet, you're talking to thousands, maybe millions of people. That piece of advice might be good for this segment of the yeah. people, but 80, 90% of the rest of them, that mm -hmm. might not be what they need. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's I, I really hesitate to make those kind of generalizations, but I mean, if you're talking very, very generic, I mean. First step, this, I would say. Cut out the food that you get in packages, anything that comes in a package, eat more natural food. That's in a package. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you hypocrite. Nice, nice playing. catch. Nice no, catch. Playing. Well, anything that doesn't say storehouse. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, no, I mean, natural <clears throat> food. I mean, everything we get these days are, I mean, it's just. Preservatives, man. It's crazy processed food. It's just. So, and so much added sugar, because like we were talking about, the, the, the products that are getting to our stores have already spent so much time on trucks. And then even potato chips, okay, you get the potatoes. Where did those potatoes come from? The, the process to get to the finished product and then how long it sits on the shelf. Yeah. They have to put so much chemicals in that so that mm -hmm. it won't go bad. Because That's they know crazy. by the time this product is in stage A to the time that it's actually eaten, it's gonna be months, maybe longer. Man. So there's, I mean, there's just so many preservatives to keep those things, um, you know, shelf stable that we're just consuming <clears throat> so many chemicals, it's nasty. It's like we don't know, we just think, oh again, convenience. Oh, it's it's what, I, you think you're eating healthy and you're not. It's like, yeah. like the, ba the packaged salads, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm always like sketched out when I go to, I go to a restaurant and they bring out a salad I could have bought at Walmart and they're charging me 12 bucks for it too. You know, it's right. like. They probably bought it at Walmart. Yeah. So, and <laughs> it looks like the same bag they ripped open. It was like, all right, here we go. 12 bucks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know. And I think where we've learned too, man, is just not, be aware of that. Cause again, we stopped. I'm guilty. This past Saturday, I went on a chips and sour cream or sour cream binge oh, yeah. i was just feeding for i don't do it a lot we stopped sodas you know soda sugaries all that rock star remember you remember me i was slamming those all the time mm -hmm. you know so again one thing i love about what you're doing here man it, it's promoting a healthy lifestyle you know and it's like it's bringing your family speaking of then you know, like your wife and, you know, your kids, they love doing it. Do they, is, yeah. is it just like a family thing you guys do? Is it just you guys right now, too? As far as what part of it? Building, making all, or just... Oh, yeah, it's family owned and operated, the business itself. And, yeah, it's just a lifestyle for us. Like I said, my daughter's the one kind of drew me into mm -hmm. the country-ish type lifestyle. And it kind of morphed, mm -hmm. you know, evolved from there. Uh, but, yeah, it's everything's family owned, operated. And it's, it's a lifestyle for <clears> us, the... 
the healthy eating, the growing our own food as much as possible, the, um, you know, tending to animals, garden, um, being as, like I said, as independent and separated from the system as, as humanly possible. Yeah. I agree. Now, you mentioned protection is one of your pieces, right? Provide, protect. Right. You know, let's get into common sense protection. People, maybe the awareness of, you know, the extreme, like people think it's extreme to buy your own weapons, buy your own guns, and, mm. you know, do the right way. You know, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to put you on blast. But Pat, what do you have? You have an arsenal, you know, call the cops, you know, it's like, it's not that, you know, but what are the basic steps or basic? Because I told you to bring something. Yeah, and that John looks heavy. It is heavy. I mean, not my protection is can be as simple as situational awareness. I mean, it starts there to when you're walking with your family that you don't let your little girl drift off and and down the toy aisle when there's a man down there mm. that's you know glancing over. I mean, protection at all times. Your family is is. Those are your jewels right there, yeah. your wife and kids. I mean, protecting as simple as that or, you know, when it, if it were to get into confrontational situations or like when it comes into preparedness, do you have ways to protect should the worst happen? You know, and we never want to think of that, but it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, right? Yeah, I mean, again, it's like you said it. A lot of people don't like to think of it. You right. know, me, I live in this world as like, what if, how to, like scenarios. I always try to put these guys in scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> if someone breaks in, if someone, you know, what do you do? Where do you go? Yep. You know, lately, because again, man, I'm on TikTok, man, and I've been getting a lot of healthy living, obviously politics. I get a lot of, you know, funny fight videos. I can see all that. But one thing I've been getting is a lot of home invasions, mm. you know, and dude, I walk around, I have a gun in reach with mag in reach every every day, every time I walk in. I'll put it out there. I don't care. Yeah. You know, people can listen, watch it, and they, I'm strapped. Come, please, right. please, <laughs> please break into my house. Uh, you know, right. and again, it's it's teaching these guys a level of, of uh, you know, common sense too, man, because I think we're not teaching that, man, because was it, again, I... Talked about this in my last Friday's podcast, which is actually doing really great, you know, by Andrew Tate talking about, because he has daughters, you know, how do you prepare your daughters, you know, to not, you know, get kidnapped or fight or defend off a man. He's like, one thing I'm doing is I'm teaching them not to ever put themselves in a position to where they have to fight. Right. It's just common sense. Like yeah. you got, you got daughters. Yeah. I got daughters. So it's like, it's different. And even in their martial arts, my, my daughters take, uh, different versions of martial arts training they have been for since they were three um but they'll teach they teach you that in martial arts that the first your first version of self-defense is to avoid those situations mm -hmm. you know when you go for your uh concealed weapons permit and anybody with any kind of uh firearms background or training when you go to those types of trainings all the good ones will tell you, okay, we're training this today. We're training for a tactical situation. We're training for this or for that. But your first line of defense is to avoid situations where you will ever need this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's always the plan is to never have to need it. Yeah. Um, but it only takes once, 
right? Mm -hmm. You can wish all you want that, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, what's the chances of that ever happening? The chances are probably slim, yeah. but it only takes once. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, the value that I place on my children and my wife, I'm not willing to risk that one time. I'm not willing to risk mm. that. I'm not, I'm not willing to... And like you said, the home invasions, how those have spiked, it's only going to get worse. The worse society gets, the more um, they cut back on government assistance for those who depend on it. The more mm -hmm. that they close down stores, if that happens again, the less, the more problems there is with the supply chain where it's harder to get food. The more society degrades, the more, that's just, it's just going to get worse, you know. Well, it's I know, I yeah, you're right. I saw, I think it was in LA or San Francisco that they made it illegal for store owners to stop shoplifters. Yeah. It's like, so it's just what, let them take my life? Let right. them take the things I'm working hard for? Right. You know, like all the break-ins in San Francisco, the cars, and they just let them, mm -hmm. you know? And again, that's the world deteriorating, man. And what you're not doing, what you're not doing to prepare, man, you're going to be <clears throat> so left behind in it. Yeah. You know, as you sit on your mountain of fried, you know, fried food or drinks or what do you call freeze it? Freeze dried. dried yes. And you're sitting on your throne. It's like, told y'all, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. And I, 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 I don't relish in that. I don't want to be the, I told you so guy after the fact I'd rather yeah. people, you know, because the more people will prepare now, the less I have to worry <clears throat> about defending myself later, mm, you know, cause like you're not going to be coming after my stuff. If yep. you're prepared, I want people to be prepared, you yeah. know, I, you know, and there's different levels of preparing. Most people think of, I hate the term prepper, but most people yeah. think of that as I got to have a bunker and gas mask and one of these, yeah, a plate carrier with, you know, I got to have bulletproof this and that. I mean, it's, it's more than that. And like we stress, I stress a lot of times the food aspect is that's where I would start when in the preparedness journey for anybody listening that's even the slight bit bit interested uh -huh. in it is because um, there's a chance you will need a firearm one day to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a chance you might need one of these vests if somebody's shooting at you. Mm -hmm. There's a chance you might need a gas mask if there's some type of chemical warfare or if there's just, uh, you know, like... Like we saw, we've seen recently with trains derailing and yeah. chemicals in the air. I mean, it could be anything. There's a chance for all those things, but there's a 100% chance you're going to need to eat. Yep. So even if nothing happens, even if everything goes smoothly for the rest of your life, you're still going to need food. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to have that food and water. Um, mm. That That's the foundation of it all. That's, I mean, again, that's, again, if that's not... Like the best way to end this, man, is, you know, we need sustenance. And the thing, what you put in is the results of the of, of what your body is going to look or be and feel. You put in junk, you're going to look like junk. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm, I, I'm not saying this to boast or anything, but I'm 46 years old. I mean... Look at this. Get on that. Get through that again. Let's go. Boy, hold on. Get on. Look at this. I, I, do that. I was like, what the hell? Boy, got me. Make me licking my lips. I was like, mm, do that again, boy. But, Look at this little guy. Look at it. Just, hey, you got some arms, man. Look at it. <laughs> Ooh. But I'm 46 years old. I still play basketball with people half my Dude, age. you ball it up still. I mean, I'm still playing sports. I coach all my girls' sports. I mean, I, I'm not... I might not be the strongest, I might not be the fastest, I might not be this, this, whatever, <laughs> but uh, if you put me in a situation that requires some kind of uh, 
puts a physical demand on my body mm -hmm. against people even half my age and like a wide variety. We had like a decathlon of events that require physical exertion. I like molly wop some food. I like my chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm I'm the same way. You know, one thing I've been doing because again, I've been working out, man. I've just one thing I've learned is obviously you know this muscle built burns fat. You know, mm -hmm. then you put in protein, you do all that. So we, I've been lifting, man, because I remember, man, you saw me. I was frail, you know, and yeah. I couldn't do nothing. And so one thing I knew I was I'm never gonna get caught off guard again. Yeah. You know, we did, we were working out eating healthy before I got sick and that's what saved my life. My body was strong enough. And that right there is preparedness. Mm -hmm. That's a prepper. Whether, Whether you go know, ahead. it's like I said, it's not about necessarily guns and ammo and bunkers and it's preparing for about, you don't wait until you get into the hospital to yeah. start eating right. Yep. Or to start, oh, I need to change my life. You don't wait until your kid gets hit by a car in the street to say, oh, maybe you should not play in the street. You mm -hmm. don't wait for the tragedy, you know, mm -hmm. before you start planning for it. So, yep. I mean, that's that's as simple as preparedness is. That's all it is. And it's not what people think. You think about the old white Karens and Darrens. Oh, I got my gun right here. <laughs> you know, that's that's the uh, that's what the representation of what people think that is, and it's not. Right. You know, again, yeah, you. I've known you my whole life, and you've always been in shape. You've always just, you were always like that, and you've always told me. Again, we talked about this our last podcast. You know, pal, I'm in the hospital, and I had a heart attack. You're a why? I'm like, you mother, don't, don't judge me, yelling at my phone. You hypocrite, who are you? Doing? You know, but it's like, yeah, you're right. I'm fat. <laughs> you know that might have been the, the the wrong time to hit you up about that subject, but well, no, it's again, and see, we because sometimes we think, man, is that too much? Yeah. Should I not? But again, you know, I live in this world where I have to follow what I say on this pod. Facts over feelings. You know, the, you need brothers. You need men. You know, you know, men that are healthy, men that are strong, men that are. You know, have a masculinity about them to tell other men, dude, you're you're being a little bitch right now. Right. And you need to get up. You need you're fat. Quit eating. And I didn't much as I didn't like it. After that, that's when we started getting healthy. Cause I'm like, dang it. Because you've always told me, you've offered it. Yeah. You and know? that's biblical. Mm -hmm. That's biblical. You know, you you don't let a brother um behave in a way that would be detrimental to mm -hmm. him Back, i mean bro. we're talking about physical right now but it's in the spiritual mm -hmm. sense too i mean you don't see see your brother somebody you care about that's wallowing in sin that you, mm. and you just turn your back on it and be like well that's his life yeah do you really care i mean the bible even says that the, the father chastens those he loves mm. god will chasten us and not because he loves us mm -hmm. if he's not chastening you are yep. you, you're an illegitimate child, it says. Yeah, you're outside of his will. You're Just like we're supposed to do with our children. We chasten them yep. because we want them on the right path. Mm -hmm. you, you know. So if you don't correct someone, do you really love them? Yep. Right? Patrick loves me. He just admitted he loved me. I love you too, man. I was gonna, how do you do it? Oh. We'll do the, we'll do the <laughs> connection. <laughs> I know, let's touch tips. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Just two dudes, man. Oh, Do no. Do docking. <laughs> hey, did you see the video I saw recently? The, uh, 
of the nurse going like that over oh. the guy's body. <laughs> yeah, the guy was... She's going to reach for the syringe or something. The yeah. Doc, and the, doc, the other doctor is trying to hand it to her and he was laying on the bed and he's like, she goes like that to reach for it and he's like this and she's like, move your hand. Yeah. <laughs> she does. He does it again and she's like, no. And then he, <laughs> yeah. she grabs the syringe from the doctor. <laughs> that's so funny. I've seen that one, man. Oh, that's funny. But again, dude, I want to thank you, man. Because again, we can talk about so much. You're right. Again, I'm on this path. You know, me and my son are especially, you know, mm. I've said it last week. I'm a huge fan of Andrew Tate. I, lo I love his representation of what a man should be, especially yeah. in his household, for his wife, for his kids, for, you know, culture, for society, man, for people, man. And you know, me and him are training. He trains. He plays video games a lot. But one thing he's been starting, if he dies on a game, he has his weights next to him and he's he's lifting. He dies a lot. He, he sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks. So he's all right. I guess I'm lifting. So he's getting buff. He is. He's starting to see because this boy was just, he's fat. He still is. But you see it trimming down the front. He was just, I'm like, bro, we got to do something about that. And so and recently, too, I've been putting on boxing gloves. You see up there, we've been just... Nice. On this carpet right here, body shots all night. I'm, I'm swinging hard. Right. And, and we're just, I'm teaching them to be ready to not be like, right, you know, right, right. for a hit. Don't be surprised because a lot of untrained young boys, man, they just don't know how to prepare for a fight, prepare at any moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm teaching him that, you know. So he's, man, he hit me. He hit me good. I didn't show him. Yeah. But he came. He's like, bah, whoo, bam, right in my face. He's chin checked me, dude. I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, boy, nice. I, didn't, I didn't let him show that he got me good, man, but he's nice. he's getting Well, he's going to hear it now. Yeah. Man, I will molly walk <laughs> you know? But again, last words, last thoughts. Tell people where they can find you. What What is your message, man, to the audience? Because, man, we, we can talk about stuff like this, you know, for hours, especially with today's culture, the politics. Mm -hmm. But the reality is if you're not preparing, man, you're going to be left behind. And so what do you feel like first where they can find you website, social media, and I'll have it tagged. And then what's like your message on how people get started, man, to encourage them. Uh, yeah, we, um, the YouTube channel, um, project five P YouTube, uh, we share, I don't share as much. I need to start picking that up and doing more, but anything living a healthy life, everything that we talked about here, family, um homesteading gardening uh protection all those different aspects of the five p's what we addressed there uh physical fitness uh and then storehouse freeze dried foods uh, com or storehouse fdfoods.com to get you some of that deliciousness um and i would say like like we've been talking about prepare get do whatever you have to do as much as possible to separate yourself from this system mm -hmm. um, like the Bible says we're in this world but we're not of this world mm. we're supposed to be a separate breed and that doesn't mean you got to be you know you can't go to the store anymore but there's a difference between going to the store to get something you want and relying on it 100% mm. for all your needs so I would just encourage people to prepare um, as much as possible starting with food just be have something so mm. that if something were to happen it's not catastrophic to you. Yeah. Men especially, which camera? Men right especially prepare because it's on you 
The well-being of your wife, your children, your family is on you. If something goes wrong in society, COVID, something else, the excuse of, well, the stores are closed is not going to feed your children's stomach. Mm. It's not. Mm -hmm. The excuse of, well, um, I didn't go get a firearm or I didn't learn self-defense or I didn't... It, the child's gone now. Yeah. Child's beat up. Child's dead. Whatever the case might be, it's too <clears throat> late by that time. Mm -hmm. Do stuff now. And most importantly, prepare spiritually because no matter how much food you have, uh, no matter how much food you have stored, no matter how, much, how good you are at self-defense, no matter how many guns you have, no matter how many firearms, no matter how much ammo, no matter if you have a bunker, one thing's guaranteed. We're all going to die. Mm. Prepare to meet the Father, meet the Creator, uh, get right with God. Mm. Man, definitely couldn't have, yeah, that you hit it right on the spot, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I know you're, you're doing a lot. You know, I, I love, again, one thing that we can relate to is that we're very foundational with our families first, you know, before we were so focused, ministry driven, and, mm. you know, money driven about, you know, but now it's like we're older. Mm. Now it's like, yeah, we've wasted time. Now we're starting to appreciate it. And I feel like, like we, you've said it, just this whole podcast, man. It's not a matter of just, you know, time or it's just when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and that especially, and I feel like, again, we're speaking to the men that listen and watch and whether they have a family or not. What a great way if you're a single guy, man, to start having a base foundation now going into a relationship and then going to having a family then when you meet that wife you're and she's like yeah yeah you, you got me you know what what a great based way to be as a man as a father and a husband that's you're exactly right i can literally and with sincerity look at my wife in the eyes right now and say i was planning for you before i even knew you mm. and it's true i can look my kids in the eye and tell them that that mm -hmm. i was planning for you before you were even born um, with a lot of these different aspects. And I'm not to say that I have arrived or that I did everything I needed to do. It's still a journey and I'm still going down that path. But yeah, um, yeah definitely, even if you're single, get started now. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, your wife, your future wife will appreciate that. One more thing real quick about ahead, Storehouse yeah. is that we donate 10% um, of our income through the business to feeding the homeless. So mm. whether that's monetarily, sometimes we'll take 10% of that uh, income and donate it monetarily to uh, a, a resource that's feeding the homeless or whether we actually take 10% of that and, and whatever that dollar amount would represent in product and give it to the homeless or give it to a, a shelter mm -hmm. or give it to if there's gonna be some type of outreach going on where people are feeding the homeless, giving that product. So 10% of all our proceeds are uh, will go to that as well. That's awesome. See, again, it's it's not about making money. Right. It's not about trying to get a brand and, you know, to where you, you're set. You have to start this off family first. You know, obviously God there is the umbrella just that covers it all. But when you look at it, you put family first in it. And then it's actually now that family's help building it. Now the family's going to help bless other families. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's not like you're here just trying to start up you know, business and make money. It's not about, right. I, I know it's not about, I know that's not you, right. <laughs> you know, cause you want to help. I mean, that just, again, only solidifies why I want to have businesses and guys on like you on the pod, man, just to show 
Because you ship out na nationwide too, right? You do that too? We do. Yeah, it's uh, the shipping costs are insane right now. I mean, just because of gas prices and yeah. everything. Thank you, Biden. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, old hack. Yeah. No, the I mean, but shipping costs can be expensive. Uh, <clears throat> but in our local area, we ship okay. pretty frequently, actually. Okay. Um, we do. We can and will ship nationwide. So there's really to. no limits on people getting their hands on this. Nope. And okay. you don't have to worry about, um, you know, shipping like, well, it's going to take a week to get to me or two weeks to get. It's good for 25 years. Yeah. So uh, and it's not going to taste any different. In fact, we just went just the other day. We took uh, took a trip with um, a family from our from our church and went and uh, had a fun time at the beach. Anyway, we broke into our own storage, which I typically don't do, but I was like, oh, take some freeze dried stuff. So I dug into the oldest stuff that was, you know, a couple years old, the strawberries. Really? Beautiful, lovely, <laughs> tasted so good, just like the day we packaged them. That's awesome. You guys are getting like a first hand on really what you got, um, what I believe you guys need to start doing. You guys listening, watching, hit this man up. I mean, I just had a bunch of his product. We're gonna finish it. I mean. You still got a little. I still got a little, little, <laughs> you know, but I mean, this is, it's messy, but it life's messy sometimes, man. But still, it's good, you know. And I feel like I appreciate every aspect of what God's done in our life, what God's doing in your life, man. I'm really happy to have you on to promote you, your business, foundation of what you, you know, where your life is, man. To see where you're at now, dude, it's a blessing, you know. I, and I've said this before, you have a huge impact on my life. Bunch of you guys, you, Philip, Eddie, you know, calm, all these old school guys that just, I, I grew up following, man. So shout out to you and your family. Hit this man up. I'm gonna have all his links in the description. Go follow his Instagram. Again, he needs to be more disciplined and start posting on social media, but he has something here that you guys need to grab on. So I'm gonna keep tagging him and sharing his work. You guys go check out other seasons for our podcast again. Big podcast coming up next week or the following. I'm trying to set it up. Things are in the works. You know, reconciliation with certain people that I've talked about on this podcast uh, where I am my immaturity, man. But God is, you know, God of reconciliation. But we'll see you guys next week. You have a good weekend. Peace.